Hello friend, I created this podcast because I want to serve busy souls like you, looking to up level and live your best life. I chose 9 minutes because everyone has 9 minutes and the number 9 signifies serving humanity, good karma and providing a positive example. In this podcast, I connect you with some of the most influential and successful people in the world who are excited to share their number one advice or success tip with you to help you live your best life. Hi everyone, thank you so much for joining my podcast. Today's guest is it's almost like my soul friend, my soul sister. We have so much common with the guest. Her name is Lene Cook-Braxton. She is a PhD student. Uh, she is a super cool job senior columnist at Los Angeles Tribune. That's so cool. Also, another cool fact about Lene is NFL cheerleader, fantastic, the youngest captain of Carolina Panthers. So I'm, I was in the NFL. I'm a PhD student. I'm in the integrative performance um, um, a mindset. So it's so great to connect with like-minded people and share this, this knowledge about healing mind, body, uh, spirit. Lene, thank you so much for joining the podcast. Thank you so much, Naveen. I'm so happy to be here. And it's so phenomenal how we are so connected with all of the synergies in our profession. And, you know, we are on the cutting edge of so much. You were just mentioning before we started recording about some of your clients and how you've saved in the MBA surgeries. And so I don't know if you can expound upon that, but it just, it, it literally was an aha moment because that is what I thrive on being a specialist and having a master's degree in exercise science, specializing in sport and performance psychology and having my column with the LA Tribune, Optimal Performance. I work with all kinds of artists and athletes and high functioning individuals that if we simply tuned into our inner beings and learned how to heal versus treat that would solve so many issues that we have and really, really pave the way for optimal performance. Thank you, Naveen. I'm Absolutely. so happy to be here. Absolutely. Um, Lene, you, are, you, are, you said something like talent plus helping people equals purpose. You are totally dialing in, in, in with your purpose. So something that you do for yourself and your clients and your patients integrating performance enhancement and you write that in your column. In this nine minutes, tell us how we can optimize our performance, heal our mind, heal our body, heal our spirit. You know, a mentor once said to me that the answers in looking within ourselves, that's where we will find all of the answers. So performing optimally, I say looks different for everyone. For example, in a particular sport, or discipline, for instance, a ballet dancer. I have a client who's a ballet dancer in New York City who also has an autoimmune condition. Her optimal performance may look different from someone who is a modern dancer in Los Angeles. 
And so looking inward and seeing what our needs are, being in tune with those particular needs is the start. That's the starting point, being true to ourselves and looking inside. I believe that's the starting point. And then after that, we can expound upon all of those those clues that our body gives us. As Bessel van der Kolk says in The Body Keeps the Score, beautiful book, highly recommended. His body-oriented psychotherapy theory actually says that our body gives us little clues along the way. And if we tune into those, then we can truly see what the next steps are. Our body gives us the clues. Absolutely. Body definitely keep a, keep a score. You know, for me, when I see patients, I'm like, okay, what does the mind, the body's pain is a way of mind talking. So what is the mind mm-hmm. talking? Um, you talked about looking inward. Something that I love about you is that I learned this from you. Deep breathing is a love note to the self. So when the body keep the score, how can we show some love to the self? Naveen, I'm so honored that you you found that quote. I do believe that deep breaths and deep breathing are like little love notes to the body. And here's why. From just a pure biological, physiological perspective, and you know this in your, your studies and research, as we oxygenate the brain and the muscles, then we are telling our bodies that we are safe that we are calm. And then if we connect the mind and the body, as you know, in obtaining my PhD in mind-body medicine, that connection allows the body to actually feel grounded. And when we do that, we can then give signals between the brain and the body that we can move forward. And so I really do believe that starting with the breath is like a little love note to the body, telling ourselves that we are okay. We're alive, essentially, with each breath. That's a love note. That's saying that we're here. We have the opportunity to inhale. And then we can exhale what no longer serves us. And we can release that as well. Yeah. And I'm sure as you are listening to this podcast, you're like, man, I don't even have time. I'm listening to this podcast on my walk, taking my walk, jogging or whatever. But Lene, you're a big believer that if you don't have time to meditate, that means you got to find more time to make it a uh, priority because when you make that a priority, you gain more time, right? Because you're reprogramming and you're harmony with the nature, harmony with yourself. That's so true, Naveen. So true. I'm sure you know from the athletes you've worked with and the high performing and high functioning individuals, those are the people that usually say, I don't have time to meditate. Although those same people are the ones that need to make the time to meditate because on the back end, you actually gain more hours in the day. If you take the time to ground yourself and find stillness. And, you know, I like to think of meditation in different forms and there are different schools of thought. A lot of times when we think of meditation, we think of traditional meditation, for instance, transcendental meditation or some of the ancient forms where there is a lot of stillness involved. I love those forms of meditation. However, there's also moving meditation, movement meditation. A lot of times my track athletes that I work with 
if they are used to performing and training at such a high level that they're running sprints, then to sit still is the antithesis of what their body actually may need. So I may recommend for them to walk the track and simply breathe. That in and of itself is moving meditation because you are in a meditative state of flow. However, you are taking it down a level. Your vibration is high, but your activity is fairly low impact. 100% agree. I think just like that track athlete, when you're still, you get into repair and recovery. When you're still, you don't have that fight or flight. You go from fight or flight to rest and digestion where, yeah, Mm -hmm. the track athlete got to go from A to B fast as can, 100 meters but you don't have to run 100 meters rest of the day, right? Rest of the day, you want to be still and in the flow, then the body can repair, regenerate. So when you do run, you are going from A to B as fast as you can. Um, There you go. And then, sorry to interject there, but I just have to say, and then you're tapping, you've already reprogrammed the brain and the body to actually go back to that state and turn it on like a switch in that instance. So you're already in that flow state and you're able to control when it turns on and off versus needing to be, as you mentioned, in fight or flight. So the highs are less high and the lows are less low, but you're at a point of equanimity and equilibrium. So you're always, always in a high performance state with a very, very calm and regulated nervous system. So that when you're performing, getting to that place where you're at peak performance is less of a shock to the brain, mind, body, and nervous system and takes less to come down from. When people hear the word reprogramming, such a big word, like, like, what is that? Lene, can you um, simplify what subconscious reprogramming is and something that you teach your uh, clients and patients who we are is how we think. Oh, that's a good one, Naveen. <laughs> and I know we only have nine minutes, but I'm just so passionate about, about this. As a hypnosis practitioner, the subconscious mind is just so yummy. It, it, it really is so great. The subconscious lays dormant beneath the surface of our conscious mind. I like to say the frontal cortex, as you know, through your studies and and for your listeners, actually leads the forefront of the brain and the conscious thinking. However, our subconscious thoughts may go back to before we can even remember. It's all of those surface vibrations that we picked up our surface thoughts. Sometimes when we're sleeping, we may go into a subconscious state where we are not conscious and thinking with a frontal cortex. So with that being said, how that translates into, into layman's terms is that our subconscious thoughts are lying beneath anything that's going on with us on a daily basis. And in hypnosis, what we do is we attempt to have the subconscious and the conscious mind talk to one another. And that big word reprogram 
through gentle suggestions, we may use ego strengthening. So for instance, here's just an example, Naveen, for the sake of, of analogy for your listeners. If you're used to telling yourself that you're going to come in second place, even if you've been training to win the medal, the gold medal, but underneath, when you wake up in the morning, you're brushing your teeth, you're thinking, oh, but I really deserve second place. You may walk to the track and think, I really deserve second place. You may get onto the track. You may see other athletes and say, I think they'll beat me. I'll probably end up second place. May not even be aware because you're not consciously thinking of that. However, you've been subconsciously programming and telling yourself that you deserve second place. So when you compete, subconscious thoughts will reign supreme. The subconscious does reign supreme, as I say, usually, and that will be a self-fulfilling prophecy, if you will. And you, in fact, will either achieve second place or less because that's what you believe subconsciously. However, reprogramming, the big word that you mentioned, is a way to go deep into the subconscious and turn those thoughts around, rewrite a different story. I believe I'll win first place. I de- I'm deserving of first place. And then going deep into the subconscious and allowing the conscious to talk to the subconscious. And then we come together. And eventually that can shift. And that, that shift is the reprogramming that we speak of. Um, Lene, some uh, experience that I had during um, uh, two years ago was that mm-hmm. as I'm learning, as I'm uh, reprogramming my subconscious mind, mm-hmm. I went to a dentist, I had a cracked tooth. And you know what? Mm-hmm. I was like, uh, it was our team doctor. And I said, doc, I'm learning all this mm-hmm. subconscious reprogramming. I want to hypnotize myself. And um, before you do any work, he was mm-hmm. like, he was so scared. He was like, um, you sure? Uh, <laughs> this is a thing. I got to pull a tooth out. So I, I videotape it. And um, I said, you know what? I, I, I want to feel it because if I'm telling my patients, my clients, my athletes, I want to put myself through. And I was able to do it. You know, I put myself under mm-hmm. and that's a, a, a video of my IG that, you know, they are going through all these tools and pulling out and <laughs> I did not feel anything. And I was just like blown away that, you know what, this is not new, right? They did this in like 1800s. They did brain surgery, all the dental with, with hypnosis and subconscious reprogramming, just getting under and telling ourselves that, is going to be okay. It's very true. And I love that you did self-hypnosis, Naveen, which really, really tells a lot about the strength and power of your mind-body connection and how much you've studied your craft and, and our discipline. I'm just, I'm overjoyed and overwhelmed to hear that. However, you know, my, my professor who has practiced hypnosis for many, many years as a psychotherapist actually has brought some studies to our attention regarding how hypnosis is used in lieu of anesthesia, traditional anesthesia. And yes, although in current day, the media and Hollywood and movies have made light of the art of hypnosis for centuries, hypnosis has been used as a very, very viable method 
of putting patients in trance and having successful outcomes. So I'm so happy to hear that you actually took advantage of that and that it was self-hypnosis because that is even more powerful a testament to, to the success. Yeah, you're right. Anesthesia is like really recent, like early 1930s, right? That's before that. They had absolutely kinds of surgeries. So, Lene, you are so talented. Mm -hmm. How can my audience get guidance from you with these multiple disciplinary treatments that you're doing? How can they get to the first place, win the gold medal, optimize your performance? How can they find you? Where can they find you? Absolutely. Thank you so much, Naveen. I can be located via my website at holisticperformancecenter.com, via email, Lene at holisticperformancecenter.com. Also on my website, you'll find my toll-free number. And then as my background states, my column in the Los Angeles Tribune is optimal performance. And I'm so excited to connect with everyone and to to stay in touch. Looking forward to it. Thank you, Lene. You're just truly a a golden human being, an optimal Mm -hmm. human being. Just so glad to be connected. So glad to know you and know that there's people like you in the world that we can learn and truly heal, right? Our mind, body, and the spirit and enjoy this human experience to the, the fullest, not just, yes. not just uh, put a life vest on and in the middle of the ocean, just get out right. of the water, fly, survive. So thank you, thank you, thank right. you. That's now, right. Being the light and guiding us. My pleasure, Naveen. And we are meant to thrive, not just survive. You said it, you said it. Thank you, my friend. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to this entire podcast. If you are the kind of person who loves to help others and you found value in this podcast, please do share with your friends and your family. I know if you found value, they will too. I believe we should always strive to be the best version of us. Let's pay it forward and help more people. If you would please leave a great review on iTunes or the podcast platform you are listening, I'd be grateful. That will enable me to reach more people to serve, people who are looking for their next level of success in life. Together, we can transform the world. If you have any questions or suggestions, please reach out to me at podcast at and through my social media.